It was a perfect March day, and spring had arrived in all its glorious splendour. Leaf buds were fattening on the hawthorn and cherry trees, and in the glittery bright sunshine, patches of buttery yellow cowslips were shyly showing themselves in the grass verges. Daffodils were gaily bobbing their heads, as though in time to some secret rhythm playing on the breeze. Everywhere Louisa Langford looked as she drove home from the farm shop, there was a sense of better things to come. Only a few months ago, and she would have cheerfully declared it one of those days in which to rejoice and count one's many blessings. Now it took a little more effort on her part to do that, but she did it all the same, because the alternative was she might end up howling at the moon like a vengeful madwoman. So far, and in possession of an iron-willed self-control, she had managed to avoid shaming herself by behaving like a lunatic. Friends and neighbours had offered shoulders to cry on and lavished swathes of sympathy on her, which was kind of them, but it wasn't what she needed. It was divorce she was going through, she wanted to tell them, not a terminal illness. This was, she knew all too well, a typical character trait of hers, the desire to remain stoic in the face of excruciating bewilderment that this could have happened to her. Divorce was what happened to other people, not her. Not when she had truly believed that she and Kip had defied the odds, that they had done everything right to ensure that while the marriages of their friends and acquaintances sadly came unravelled, they were the lucky ones. How stupid she now felt for holding such a disgustingly smug and complacent view. Every couple had their storms to weather, and Louisa had taken pride in the fact that whatever had been flung at her and Kip, they had coped. When they'd had money problems, they'd tightened their belts and lived accordingly. When the children had been young and pushed them to the outer limits of their patience, they had gritted their teeth and dug deeper for further patience. Health problems and the death of their parents had all been an intrinsic part of family life and, as worrying and as upsetting as those events had been, they had pulled together as a couple and survived them. You could only do that if the foundations of your marriage were rock-solid with love. So what had gone wrong? That was what Louisa couldn't understand. Why, when they were on the verge of enjoying what other friends referred to as the golden years of retirement, had Kip thrown it all away? And for what? A stupid, self-indulgent late midlife crisis? Nearly home now. She slowed her speed to round the bend of the tree-lined lane and was met with a sight that had her letting out a cry of shocked disbelief. There, in the front garden of Charity Cottage, her home for over thirty years, was a for-sale board. She had been gone for less than an hour, but in that short space of time somebody had come here and pounded a wooden post into the flower bed. It might just as well have been hammered into her heart. She drove through the gateposts and came to a stop on the gravel driveway. Switching off the engine and willing herself to stay calm, she stepped out of the car, retrieved the shopping from the boot, and let herself in at the front door. Slamming the door shut with her foot, she carried the bags through to the kitchen. There she dumped them on the floor, not caring about smashing the eggs or bruising the fruit and vegetables she'd just bought. Sinking into the nearest chair, she took a long, shuddering breath and let out a wail of despair. Her head in her hands, she wept at the injustice of it all. She wept too for the loss of the man she had loved, the man she still loved, 
but who she feared was in the process of making her hate him. How could he do this to her? How could he be so cruel? Wasn't it bad enough that he'd left her for a girl younger than their own daughter? Wasn't it bad enough that the girl had been their youngest son's ex-girlfriend? But now this, forcing her from her beloved home. Had he become so ruthlessly fixed on carving out a new life for himself that he had lost every trace of compassion for how this would affect her? Or was it a mistake? Had the for-sale board been put up in the wrong place? Was that it?